0: Welcome to Season 4 of the Talking
1: Lead, Day Court, Proudly presented by Sintry So does everybody know everybody here, Ken and Pete? Do you guys know each other?
2: Uh, no, I don't think I do know Pete. Yeah. Well,
1: no. Pete's a bad motherfucker and a really good friend and um yeah i think you guys are gonna have a lot of fun together um, i i think i mentioned you to pete but i can't remember but uh ken is an og ak guy used to be at century and now is at primary arms and is probably the most enjoyable person to share a podcast with even including no, marty he just he knows how to get along with folks and it's really
2: fun so I'm I appreciate that, Brian. Yeah, that, that's a great compliment, man. Now I'm just going to mess it up and be a bugger. <laughs> it's like, actually,
3: I'm really a dick. I was just on my best behavior that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's,
2: uh, I'm off my meds um, now. Here going?
3: <laughs> is anybody here going to the show? Or?
0: Ken's going. Brian's going. I'm not yeah, I going. Was. Andrew's I can't going. Go. I
3: don't have
1: any money. I was yeah, going to
0: go. The last I talked to Brian, he was going, so he's not going. Yeah,
1: there. I wish.
0: All right, let's get started here. This is the kickoff of the Talking Lead AK Corner, Season 4, Episode 1. Ladies and gentlemen, presented by Drumroll, please back for a second round Century arms ladies and gentlemen hey. presenting sponsors of the talking Here, uh, lead ak corner we are we'll, proud to have them we'll celebrate. we're gonna do a little toast <laughs> a little t- no, everybody cheers drink, up <laughs> that's right you were telling me about that uh, a little earlier I'll take water <laughs> i'm having a little soda there so welcome in lead heads yeah. I hope you've recovered from our, our Season 3 finale. It was a barn burner. Brian Keeney, um, my consummate co-host on the AK Corner, is also back for Season 4. Brian? So stoked
1: to be kicking it off again.
0: Yes, sir, and I'm glad that you're back with us. Occam Defense Solutions, also a supporting sponsor. Uh, and like I said, I can't do this without Brian. He's, he's my right-hand man on this, and pretty much... But responsible for a lot of the guests that we have on here, the content that we do. So Brian does a lot for the AK Corner. So you lead heads, make sure you go and show him some love and uh, give him some appreciation. Occam Defense Solutions on the Grams. Uh, check them out there. And uh, Brian, do me do me a huge favor in welcoming in our presenting sponsor. Uh, our good buddy Drew is here representing Century Arms for... The second time of the presenting sponsor for the AK Corner. Woo! Yeah!
2: Hello, all. Ah. Yay. <laughs> that means you don't have to change the logo. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, Actually, I did. We skipped a year, so. <laughs> I just added them back in. So no.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, for uh, one of the cool things, uh, Drew is not a suit. Drew wears a suit sometimes in the sales role, but he ain't a suit. He is OG AK. Knows pretty much as much as anybody I know about you know, back in the day and uh, moving up to now, and and has expertise on a wide range of weapons, not just the AK. So he's a really interesting person to talk with and learn from. Stoked to have him back again.
0: Welcome back.
4: Thank you very much, Brian. That was quite. That was very kind of you to say. <laughs>
0: very kind very kind drew it's been a while since we've had you on uh at least four or five episodes of the a k corner can't remember the last one you were on
4: it's been way too long marty
0: way too long way too long we even went through deer season without having you on
4: I know I was so busy I just had a crazy fall as you know
0: well we can can we talk about that can we can we do the congratulations that are in order for you or the best wishes maybe
4: oh sure if you feel if you feel the need to so
0: since last time drew was on he he got engaged he's getting hitched ladies and gentlemen he's gonna make an honest woman out of out of morgan so it's about time you shut your
1: damn mouth she is an amazing creature i did she has i don't know what got into her head to
4: marry drew but but yeah, yeah she's awesome
1: That's yeah she's so
4: yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time it's gonna definitely be a uh a, a big to-do when it finally happens
0: Oh, yeah. Knowing Morgan. Yeah. There's, what do you got? Have you got it narrowed down to 1000 at least?
4: Dude, you <laughs> don't even know, man. You rented it's out the Nashville
0: Convention Center for this?
4: Dude, these things are so crazy expensive. <laughs> it's insane. But oh, we yeah. do have it chiseled down to about 250 which is pretty fair.
0: Okay. All right. Uh. That's <laughs> That's surprisingly a lot fewer than I was expecting, so.
4: Well, Marty. Sorry, good for, good for you, that,
0: buddy. I mean, good for you for keeping the, the reins tight, man. Being the man. That's right. <laughs>
4: That's right. I didn't let it get completely out of
0: control yet. <laughs> so, Drew will be joining us for our kickoff for season four here, uh, representing Century Arms. Uh, also joining us, we've got Ken Ross. Which, uh, if you guys remember, Ken was on. Our shot show edition that we did, I guess that was about two years ago in Las Vegas. We kind of did a little round table. We had Ken and Jim Holton and Brian and Jim Fuller. Was there anybody else joining us on that one? I can't remember.
2: Uh, Luke Circle 10, was he there? also?
0: Mm, I, don't I, don't so. no, so, I don't think so.
1: I think so. But. Um, huh. There was Taylor Guitars and somebody else right there, and I can't remember if they sat in on that one a little
0: bit. Well, no, we had a we had an audience. I don't remember who all the audience was, but at the table, I think it was it was uh, you guys, and that was an epic episode. If you guys want to go back, it was like season two, uh, I think it was episode uh, seven or something. I can't remember exactly, but it'll say the Shot Show edition if you go back uh, back in season. Season two or three, I can't remember. Anyway, welcome back. We're glad to have you back. Ken is, uh, at the time, he was with Century Arms. Now he is with Primary Arms. We've had Primary Arms on before, talking about about two years ago, we were talking about their optics and reticles that they had specifically for the 762, but 39. So I thought it was time that we updated that information. I know they've got some newer products that implement that that technology so we're going to talk about that with ken and some other things that primary arms has going on and of course as you guys are listening to this shot show is going on it's happening most of these guys are at shot show as you're as you're listening to them here um so we'll be fortunate enough probably to get some things that they're holding off until next week as you're listening to this episode so ken welcome in
2: I appreciate it, man. It's great to be back. Uh, I tell you, I got a chance to uh, really get to know Brian uh, then, uh, and uh, uh, we've been cool ever since. So that was that was a blessing. And Andrew, we know each other from way back, so yeah, you know, it's good to it's good to be here. Uh, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, looking forward to this. Uh, and then also back for the, I believe, second time, uh, maybe the third time. Uh, from Defiant Munitions, we have mr pete pie pete welcome in
3: yeah hey thanks for having me it's an honor to be back um this will be my second time and uh, like i said it's uh it's an absolute honor to be a part of this and uh uh very humbled to uh to be asked to be on
0: well we're glad to have you i will
3: i will apologize right now Uh, i don't know i got the flu coming on or something like that it started this afternoon and I've been going downhill by the minute, so uh, I'm pretty sure I'm running a fever. So just bear with me if I'm a little foggy. Um, I'll do my best.
0: So. No worries, we got we got Brian here to keep you straight. He'll he'll, there you he'll go. keep you on target, you brother, definitely. Uh, and Defiant Munitions, as you guys know, they are manufacturers of high quality uh, ammunition of varying different rounds. Uh, last time we talked, I think you were like five five different types of ammo. What are you guys doing nowadays? What have you ramped it up to? Um,
3: boy, we have um, a huge lineup, um, you know, coming. Um, the biggest problem right now is, you know, component availability. Um, you know, we're trying to grow our brand um, and get, you know, into other calibers such as forty five ACP, three eighty Auto. Um, three eighty Auto is a big one mm. um, because there's not – there's not a lot of bullets out there that actually work out of these little guns and you know i i feel that we have a very uh superior bullet in 380 designed and it's going to do stuff that that nobody else does so yeah we're uh we're expanding our line you know yeah. slowly but surely like i said it's been slower than we wanted you know but um component availability has been a been a serious
0: but problem 380 is a definitely a, a good uh you know defensive round so I think you'll get a lot, a lot of good response on that.
3: Yeah, right. We, I mean, we just for instance, we haven't had 300 blackout in stock for just going over a little, little over a year. Oh wow! Um, But yeah, like I said, uh, 300 blackout is by far our uh, number one, uh, most requested round in supers and subsonic ammunition. Uh, That's out of stock. It's, uh, it's insane. And uh, I've been on the hunt the 300 blackout uh brass for you know a lot of time i spent a lot of time every week uh trying to find some so it's 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 been a very challenging year
0: yeah i think that's probably across the board for most uh ammo manufacturers. most definitely
3: yeah i mean it's just yeah. not us um you know it's, i think it's everybody so um, you know when we when we started find munitions we literally had a few months to get geared up, get production up and going, and everything, and then we got hit by this. And we're a brand, you know, literally a brand new company, and we got you know dropped into the lion den, um, and it's just been insane. Um, so yeah, crazy stuff.
0: Well, we're glad that you've got other uh, options there with that ammo, uh, and you do make the seven six two by three nine, uh, which. I've I've had and Brian has had the the pleasure of testing out and trying and uh, very good ammo. So um, looking forward yeah. to getting your yeah. input on today's today's topic here.
3: Right? Yeah, we do uh, we do a 190 subsonic and a 124 supersonic, and it is by far the raddest 762 by 39 loads on the market. That's Andrew's so, um, word. Obviously, I'm biased, but you know no,
1: it's uh, it's not close it's not even yeah. close. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's, let's I want, I need to fix this real quick with Pete. We get it. We got to get your audio fixed here, brother. Um,
3: I apologize. Um, yeah, I can barely, barely hear you guys. Um, let me try my headset one more time. I don't know.
0: Well, try, really try problem. cutting that off. Try cutting your headset off and just going through your computer. So you're not out. Of, so while, while Pete's doing that, um, <clears throat> Brian, welcome in. Alcon Defense Solutions, uh, Real quick, talk about uh, what's going on with Occam.
1: Yeah, so uh, we have had, for various reasons, a bunch of staff turnover. um, And most of it's been really good, like people graduating college and moving, you know, interns that we've had. Um, or grad students that have moved on, um, and so we've got a pretty new staff running at the moment. And so we've got two new employees: uh, Zach, who uh, is a machinist and is running the machines as we speak, and Rachel has taken over for Cody um, in the admin role. So she is uh, very professional, very good. Um, she's not new to firearms, um, but is is somewhat green. And so she's uh, coming up as fast as she can learning, um, but already she's, she's really doing a great job. So um, that's been really exciting to get this new team up and running. And um, we've got an adjustable gas block where, like Pete was saying, procurement's been just awful. And um, we needed a fancy spring for the detent. There's a gas cup that you can click through the different settings on.
0: Yeah. And
1: gas blocks get really hot. And uh, so we wanted to use a material that would that would not um, go soft on us at high temperature, which ended up being this exotic alloy called the Inconel X750. And finding the wire for those springs took a minor miracle. Um, That's just a funny name,
0: Brian. I got to laugh at that. I'm sorry. Inconel (laughs) what? (laughs) Inconel X750.
1: And if our listeners want to look it up, it is really badass stuff. And um, it's got a working temperature up, depending on who you ask, between 11 and 1300 Fahrenheit. And so I only was able to get up at that, at those temperatures when the barrel was glowing bright orange and round, you know, it would just cook off rounds on its own. So um yeah really happy with that i'm happy to report that a uh, small spring company in oregon had the stuff in stock and i had this awesome experience with another small business owner this other company had blown me off and didn't even tell me that they couldn't get the material so i i found some wire on ebay saw that it was dependable spring company and i'm like whoa maybe these guys will just make my springs call up i get the owner and uh the owner i tell him my tale of woe. And you know what I usually try to say is my emergency. It's not your emergency, but I really need these. And he's like, well, that stinks. Let me see what I could do. And uh, he came back and he's like, yep, you'll have them next week. And, uh, And he did. And they're here. And just thank god for good americans trying to help each other out and uh you know a bunch of other friends have dragged my ass out
0: of the i mean fire, that's how but, it's got to you know, work man with the way the supply chains are these days I and mean, everybody's got to help everybody out to make it work you know i'm glad yep, to hear that good for yep. him.
1: and uh so yeah you said than done e- yep yep yeah. we're in our we're now in the the big the main swing of getting the first big run of adjustable gas blocks out and so that's the that's the big news for the moment. In a week, we're going to have a bunch of other really big news, but it's not my news to tell. So, uh, what? Um, well, we, yeah, I know it. I know it. Well, I you know, this back. isn't
0: going to release until the 19th. So, does that coincide with the big mm-hmm. news?
1: It's right on the hairy edge, and we'll, we'll talk about it next time. It's awesome. But you yeah, and your gotta hairy just edges. A little
0: okay. Bit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. We're, we're glad to have you back co hosting with us, um, uh, co sponsors of the, of the, Talking about AK Corner. Also coming back this year, Mission First Tactical. um, Seal One Cleaning uh, Lube Protection CLP. Seal One with Dwight and the gang. Uh, And we're going to continue with our giveaways. Mission First is going to have the dump trays, the AK Corner uh, specific dump trays. We call them armorer's trays here. We use them as armorer's trays. Uh, So we'll have those. We'll probably have the... uh, Century logo over here, Andrew Uh, We'll get those put on the the new trays with Dave And, um, of course, the seal one He's going to do the complete care package We're going to give one of those away this episode We're going to give a dump tray away Um, We're going to give away uh, I think IWI's got some stuff We're going to give away a swag package from IWI Pete wants to give away some ammo And maybe some coffee, I think
3: Yeah, we got, uh, dude, I got all kinds of stuff. Like we got, we do our own line of coffee. Uh, We do sight in targets. We do like full blown IFACs with Cat 7 Turner kits. I don't know. Let's give it away,
0: man. Nice. I love that. I love that. Got Uh, ammo. uh, Down. Ken wants to give away one of his optics. Uh, I think I tried to give him, get him to give it to me, but we're going to give it to one of you lucky listeners. Ken, you're muted, by the way.
2: Uh, yeah, we're going to give away a one X micro prism.
0: A one X micro prism. So, uh, that, that's that's going to be micro
2: prism. Yeah, it's it's the hottest optic out there. Is I, this it? I tried to get one today and couldn't do it. Is so. this
0: it? Brian showing right here?
2: Uh, yes, it is, and it comes in this box right here. And uh, if you are the lucky winner, you get an optic uh, prism optic uh, one power a one X. It comes with uh, eight different mounting options for nice. it. It comes with. Uh, what is it? Um, eight illumination and three, two night vision, three night vision. We're going to talk about that.
0: Remember. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah, about it in yeah, detail coming up. On so it. one lucky winner is going to win that. Uh, and then they're Brian holding up some more stuff. Century has got a nice little package that we're going to kick off the season four episode one with. Andrew, what's uh, Century going to be giving away?
4: We're going to send one of your lucky listeners a 10-pack of U.S. Palm A.K. mags.
0: Very nice. Now, do they get nice. to choose the color? Um, Sure. Y'all got like a bunch of colors now. You got the clear, you got the plum, you got black, you got – do you have tan?
4: Yeah, we got FDE black, FTE. translucent with black base plate, translucent with FDE base plate. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Black FDE and two translucents. Plum is new, but I don't think probably won't give that away because I don't think they're ready yet.
0: Oh, okay, well you can't give it away if it don't exist. So anyway, they're yeah. going to get uh, one of those of your choosing. So you choose the color form, Andrew.
4: All right, maybe we'll maybe we'll mix it up.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. We'll do give that. Him
4: couple, give them a couple of each.
0: Very cool. That right,
3: for the uh, charger. to should be totally good to go now. I apologize.
0: Good old Pete, just just tirelessly working Sorry. to make our connection great. I appreciate that. All
1: right, uh, you're coming through yeah. good now, buddy. Yeah, the audio's perfect. This is great. Awesome.
0: Yeah, this totally. this works cool. good. This works right. good. Perfect. So, like I was stating earlier, if you didn't have a chance, make sure you go back uh, to our previous the the season finale of three, where we had a whole slew of people. Brian, I can't remember everybody we had on. We had. Uh, Marco Vorbiv, we had Sonny Pazikas, we had Jim Fuller, um, we had uh, what's his name, uh, Jeff Captain Kirkham, Captain America, Jeff, Captain yeah. America, Jeff, Jeff, Kirkham. Jeff, Kirkham, and um, Vermillion, Neil Vermillion, Neil Vermillion, the combat accountant, the combat accountant on. So it was a hell of a show, and it was <laughs> it was such an awesome show. I had to break it up into two parts. So it was a, a two-part wow. series. So You, you definitely want to go back and check that out if you had not had an opportunity to, to hear that yet. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad that we're back with Season 4. I appreciate all our sponsors that are making it possible, uh, and I really appreciate Adam and Drew and the gang there at Century Arms uh, for stepping up again as the presenting sponsors. So very awesome. It's going to be a great season. Send your questions, your comments. If you want guests, specific guests, On the show, TalkingLead at gmail.com. And we'll try to make that happen for you throughout the year. Dropping one episode of the AK Corner every month. Typically on the 15th of every month is when I try to drop it. Um, This one's actually going to be around the 19th because of shot and everything that's going on. Uh, But then we'll be right on track next month. So let's get into it, Brian, Ken, Pete, Andrew. We want to talk about... Seven, six, two by three, nine specific reticles, optics. Uh, I know we've got a lot of questions about the mounting and ballistics. And of course, I think Brian and, and Pete may want to get into a little bit about the zero. And again, we've talked about it in some past episodes, but it never hurts totally. to rehash on, on that stuff. So I think, we, I think a good way to kick it off is to let Ken talk about the, the offerings there that Primary Arms have uh, with their, their Prism Sights. So we'll let Ken kick it off.
2: All right. Well, I appreciate it. Well, yeah, first of all, I want to talk about the new line of optics that we just came out with. Yeah, uh, you know, some of them will be AK appropriate. Uh, some of them uh, will have AK reticles in them. Some of them will, they, them won't. But since we're talking about Shot Show, you know, we're sure. introducing this here at Shot Show. And yeah, just quickly to go over some of the things that we are um, uh, we are unveiling at Shot Show. Uh, this is totally AK non-specific, but we've got a uh, couple of pistol sights that we're looking at. We've got our we're our first pistol sight, which is the RS10, uh, which is a, a 3MOA red dot. Uh, It is rugged, Uh, it's got a nice hood on it, It, it's protected, uh, you know, so uh, it is very, uh, it's going to be a very robust, uh, it's on the uh, doctor, Uh, it's got the doctor footprint, but it also comes with a Picatinny mount as well, Uh, so it's got um, got a lot of, uh, you know, it is our first pistol red dot, but I would advise you guys to kind of keep an eye out because it probably won't be the last that we do. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. we also still have our partnership with Hollow Sun, and the uh, 509 is out now uh, with the closed emitter. Uh, that is our uh, latest introduction with uh, Hollow Sun, and it comes with our what we're really proud of, which is our Vulcan reticle. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to uh, take a look at that Vulcan reticle, but it basically puts a circle around the uh, chevron. So, mm-hmm. the Vulcan
0: reticle. It yes Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so what it is is it's a chevron and it's got a circle around it uh and here let me put this up here
0: is it on your website because i can pull it up here for our viewing audience Uh, yeah
2: yeah it is on our website our vulcan reticle is on the website and if you take a look at it what it does is uh if you are using it as a pistol sight the outside uh circle you don't see so if you've never used a pistol red dot before, you know, and you pull it up and you lose the dot, you really don't lose it with this because you see the circle that helps guide you back to the center of it. Uh, so it, it's a really innovative thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, oh, here we go. Nice. Exactly. So when you're looking through it, it helps pull you back into uh, the optic uh, so if you're off center and a lot of people say, you know, this is a rookie uh, red dot. You know, this is for people who don't know how to use a red dot. But what it is, is it's for unconventional positions. You know, it's one of the most innovative sure. red dots we've seen out there. If you are behind a car on the ground, you are bumping your shoulder up against something, you know, you're not going to have the best presentation. It's not a square range. And this this uh, reticle does a great job of pulling you back on target. So nice. we're really proud of that reticle. And uh, now it's in the Hollow Sun Five Hundred Nine as well. Okay, Uh, Five Hundred Nine. What I'm really uh, pleased about is our One to Eight. Uh, Yeah, we just introduced our One to Eight, uh, which will definitely be something that uh, the AK crowd is going to be interested in. Absolutely, Uh, Brian. I think you have one of our what older One to Eights that we sent you. I have uh, a couple of your one to
1: sixes in the ACSS okay. first and second focal plane. Both okay. of them are they work really well. I've posted a bunch of there's a bunch of shots up on our Instagram feed using that scope on both a pistol and a rifle. Um, really, really nice piece of glass.
2: Well, the impressive thing that you're going to see about this uh, one to eight is uh, there are, it has uh, swappable turrets. So you can pull the uh, turret uh, cap off, uh, you can set the optic, you can use it, or you can swap it out and use the adjustable turret, exposed turret on it. Uh, we've got uh, ED glass in it. Uh, it is, the magnification goes down to, from one to eight at, um, at uh, eight, you know, it is basically, you know, it is, we've got several reticles in it. We've got the Griffin mill, we've got our Raptor M8, uh, and we've got our, uh, Raptor M8 meters as well. We've got in yards and meters. So uh, we've got some. Uh, if if uh, if you go to our homepage and click on the new product section, all of this will be there. Uh, I'm on your homepage. Right there. Yep. Click through those banners right there, and as soon as you get, keep going. That one. Click there. Boom. And scroll down and you will find all of our new products that we're releasing. Oh,
0: nice. Here we've we got, go. Yeah. So yeah. listeners go to primaryarms.com and uh, they've got a little thing with a banner at the top of it. You can click on it and you can get all these new products here and look at it. As we're looking at them here for our video audience. Very cool. Yeah.
2: And uh, we've got a new hunting line that we released, uh, one inch uh, tubes on these. So, uh yeah, we're getting into the hunting market. We're really serious about that. You got uh, a one to got, 10. Yes. And
0: Dude, talk about the 1 to 10. to 10. I want to hear about that.
2: Uh, yeah, the 1 to 10, uh, you yeah, know, we just brought that one out this year as well. Really proud of that one. It's got shoot, let's second. Let me make sure I get this right because like I said, you see all of these offerings we have. I need to make it's sure a I get lot these to keep reticles, up with. right. Yeah, yeah I got to keep these reticles right, man. That, that's the hard part. You got the optimized we've got ACSS. In that. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the Griffin reticle in that and the Raptor reticle in that as well. Uh, so it, when you get a chance to go out and check out these reticles on our reticle page, you, know, you get a chance to see what we're actually putting out there. It's ranging. It's a great BDC. Uh, it uses our ACSS technology on it.
0: Very cool. So we're looking at uh, you've got some new um, scope mounts as well. Yes. That's uh, new
2: American-made scope mounts. Uh, that is our new SLX uh, line of scope uh, optics mounts and it is made all made in the USA. USA. Uh, they, we've done, we're really proud of that one as well. Uh, we spent a lot of time engineering it. It's very robust. It's got a I beam, uh, kind of feel to it. Uh, you're really going to struggle to break this one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got a great finish on it. Yeah. We, we're really proud of these.
0: Very nice. And that goes a 30 or 34 millimeter. You got,
2: yes. Yep. 30 and 34. Both yes,
0: sir. Uh, and then I'm just going through here where you got a 4 to 12 by 40. Um, uh, you got a 4 to 12 by 50. There's mm-hmm. a 3 those by 9. are part of the hunting line. Yeah. Yep. Very popular 3 to 9. Uh, and then, of course, your uh, your reflex sites that you've got here. Yeah. Uh, mini uh, That's reflex. the two
2: that we we're talking about the uh, uh, RS10 and the uh, Hollow Sun partnership that we have with the Vulcan reticle in it, the 509.
1: And, uh, the only thing I'll correct you on, Ken, is that these aren't ak specific. We actually have a bunch of customers, including James Yeager, who, uh, runs one of these as his primary glass on one of our pistols and, uh, that Vulcan reticle with the, the, it's basically like, uh, bumpers that, that corral you back into being on target. There's a lot of really uncomfortable rifle postures, um, like non-square range stuff, where that becomes a real issue, and so I think likewise when you're, you know, offhand, fetal position behind a the wheel of a uh, a vehicle, that can be you know weak side. That can be very hard to find that dot, and so I love the guardrails that that outer um, circle Vulcan reticle provides
2: there. That makes good sense. Yeah, we yeah got that, it in a co- that is super rad. Yeah, it, it is uh it is really unique, uh it's really innovative and uh you know, like I said, there are some who have said it's a rookie optic, but uh you know, the great thing about it is once you figure out how to use it and you don't want it, you can turn it off.
0: You start getting old man eyes too, right. it helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Definitely. I could definitely use that.
4: True true words, Marty. True words.
0: I knew I knew Andrew would chime in on that one. <laughs>
2: but we've also got our uh our reticles in our older optics we've got the 2x that is super popular optic in the ak crowd i mean uh, yeah, that's one of the coolest things about going to the uh uh the kalash mist and the kalash bash and the red octobers is we get a chance to see uh you know it's part of being part of a cult in the ak community and mm-hmm. seeing our optics mounted on all of these guns you know we've got our older optics and you know you really feel like you're 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 appreciated with the aka community and and we really appreciate
0: that yeah you know when we had you guys on a couple of years ago and uh, you know we were talking about this and i didn't realize that that you guys were an optics company that's how you started out and that's kind of your bread and butter um i didn't really realize that and uh you guys since then you've really come along and you've added to your your uh, your collection your arsenal you've got quite a big selection of of scopes and red dots and now you're coming out with the pistol site so that's yes. that's awesome man.
2: Yeah we've been uh, uh we started out as an optics company now we have the dot com and yeah we're we're a whatever you need you can come here and you can get it. You know, we've uh expanded our soft goods lineup. Yeah we've uh, got our law enforcement division, our wholesale division uh, yeah we our uh, law enforcement government division we really yeah it is a growing company yeah, and uh, uh we hosted our first event uh alongside NRA uh where we brought uh, uh Brian I know you were invited and didn't get a chance to come out but uh, uh I was you know, bummed yeah. yeah yeah well I'll tell you it was the hottest day I was invited ever. to that too by the way <laughs> yeah it, it was the hottest day ever so, yeah, you know, if you wanted to lose weight, yeah, that was the day to do it because you would lose about 10 yeah. pounds of water. But
0: It looks like you're selling Sentry uh, rifles there as well. So yeah,
2: little, yeah, we absolutely are. Sentry is a great partner. That's one of the things about uh, Primary Arms. It, it, we, we like our partnerships. Yeah. We really try hard to uh, not just work with people, but they actually are partners. And we work really hard to keep that partnership going and support each other.
0: Now is this website up to date? So as I'm, I look, as I'm looking at this and seeing these, are these available now, or does it say when something? I just of got stock? a
2: black line under it. It's it's probably yeah. The black line is out of stock. So if you go to the top of that page and you click this uh, availability, uh, if it does not have that black line up under it, that means that's what's available. So Andrew needs to send us some more guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
4: literally it literally says in stock and green under the ones that are in stock.
0: <laughs> hold on gotta put my old man on change
4: your glasses
0: there we go how about I put them on email me when in stock there you go so there you go but for our listeners who so aren't it- seeing this Andrew come on for our listening audience
4: well no one can see you. I can't see get in right touch. now Marty
0: you can't see anyway very oh good. Gosh. So, what about anything else on the the new line product we need to discuss before we g- go into the specific uh, AK reticles there?
2: Uh, yeah, for the the last thing is the three uh, uh, X magnifier. Uh, it's a flipped side magnifier. It's got uh, we've got two versions: a non-ranging and a uh, a ranging that we call the Pegasus. And it has a uh, a ladder in it, a BDC ladder in it, so you can actually range. You can get width, you can get height on it, and you mount it behind your red dot or your primary arms optic, and you can actually range with it. So it sits at the bottom of it and allows you to range with it. So that's a very unique thing. Uh, not, it's you don't. I haven't seen anything, any magnifiers with a BDC in it. So,
0: very nice. And those are available now.
2: Uh, that is avail. That will, is coming soon. <laughs>
0: Coming soon this, yeah, this year. On
2: pre-order. Yeah, that one's on pre-order. Everything we introduced now will be available this year. We're hoping to have everything available by the time we hit summer easily.
0: Okay. All right. And I was as I was going through your website here, I noticed that uh it looks like you're gonna be a part of the Gundies this year.
2: Yes. Uh we participated last year. We're a sponsor again this year. Uh, We've worked with Forge uh, a number of times. In fact, we worked with them on our range event, and we're really, uh, it's a great partnership for us. Uh, we're looking forward to this year's Gundies, and in fact, we're doing a giveaway uh, for a trip to the Gundies for two. So if you uh, uh, go to this giveaway and you actually win, you and one of your buddies get to join us at the Gundy's. And basically you get to hang out with all of the influencers that you see on Instagram and YouTube, uh, all of the top influencers, come out, shoot some cool guns, and spend some time with the the gun community.
0: Well, in case you didn't know, Talking Lead happens to be nominated for Top Voices of the 2A. So... We have been nominated for a Gundy Leadhead, so go and vote for us, and maybe I'll get a trip out there. <laughs> Word.
1: Well, and the the not so common uh, knowledge on this is that very few people, for whatever reason, tend to sign up for these contests. And in contrast to something you know in regular culture that you'd sign up for and never win, with most of these gun, you know, with these kinds of of contests, you've got a damn good shot of winning.
0: Well, and that's the thing, too, with these Gundies. If you vote, then you automatically get entered into, they're doing giveaways. I don't know how many giveaways that just the Gundies are doing. And this might be part of their giveaway. I don't know, uh, Ken, but they've got a lot of stuff that they're giving away for people who go and they vote for their favorite whatever category it is. Uh, and they've got a ton of different categories. Um, but like I said, we have been nominated this year, Talking Lead, for Top 2A Voices. So I've got a link Uh, on my Instagram, I got a post there. So if you guys want to go and give us a vote, we greatly appreciate it. I think you can vote up to like 15 times per day, uh, for your favorite. You can spread those out or you can give them all to, uh, to one person or one channel or whatever the topic may be. But, um, February the 19th, I think is when they're going to have those. I don't know if I'll be going or not, but, um, if I win I might.
2: Uh, the coolest part about it that I can't believe I forgot since our advertisement has it on there, there are tanks everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you them, tanks.
4: Yeah, yeah, you get to go climb on
2: Yeah, you get to go climb on tanks. And uh, it is like driving into an African safari. Uh, you know, you get to, uh, as you're driving into this event, there are all kinds of uh, exotic animals on the way into it. So it's really an experience.
0: Is this like their third Actually or fourth get year? get to drive the tanks there, Ken.
2: Uh, I don't think they let us drive them, but they'll let you stand in front of it as they shoot them.
4: <laughs> well, I'm attending the Gundies and I have been assured I will be able to drive some tanks.
2: Okay. All right. Well, then, I want to be with you so I can drive a tank too. <laughs>
0: Why are you going to the Gundy's? You, will be anyway. you have no social media, Drew. Why are you going to the Gundies?
4: Century is a sponsor of the Gundies.
0: Oh, okay, I got you. Well, there you go. So vote I'll for be
4: there with the Giants.
0: Vote for Talking Lead, top voices of the two A. It's a a robust selection of people to choose from here. I don't think I got a snowball's chance in hell because uh, look at all the people that are uh, that you get to vote on. Iraq vet's going to be uh, one of the nominees. We like shooting. Diane. Uh I vote I actually voted for Diane instead of me. But Diana, I mean <clears throat> Coleon Noir. So my odds are probably slim, but the more votes you guys give us the better. So enough about that. Let's get into reticles. Let's talk about reticles.
2: All right. So you're looking at our uh, Raptor reticles. You know, we're talking 300 blackouts, 762 by 39 reticles that we've got. Uh, they've got a great BDC and a r- ranging reticle in it. Let me uh, interrupt you. On. Did you
0: say there's a page on your website that has your reticles?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. I, now, where it is under our optics page, there should be a page there. If you go to the homepage.
0: Go to the homepage? Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a homepage.
2: And then you click on the uh, optics down at the Yelp, the orange banner in the right-hand corner.
0: Right here? hmm
2: Okay. And that is all about primary arms optics. Everything you would ever want to know about a primary arms optic is located on this page.
0: Very good. Let's see. Here we yep. go.
2: There you go. Reticles.
0: Bam. Yep. There you go. Everything about reticles you would ever
2: want to primary arms reticles you would ever want to know, you will see them there
0: except what we talk about on this show. <laughs>
2: uh, <no. laughs>
0: you have to listen to this show to get that information. So here's the ones that we're going to be talking about right here.
2: There you go. Exactly. So, so there'll be 300 blackout 762 by 39 reticles and the different optics that they come in. And there are way more than that that are there. So
0: Yeah. So this is, this is the one we're talking about. So let's, let's do that. So let's talk about, the science behind this reticle. And I think Which actually it? Amazon's got a bigger picture of it here on Amazon. There you go. Uh, how did Amazon get a better picture? than Man, I I, y'all got to step it up. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I <laughs> know.
2: No, but you can actually buy our optics on Amazon as well. So, yeah.
0: So we're going to use this one for our uh, talking purposes because it's big okay. and everybody can see it here.
2: I'm trying to find. I've got a printout here. Maybe I can show you some stuff on here too. Give me a second.
0: So, specifically, we're looking at the uh, SLX Compact 3x32 Gen 2 Prism Scope, the ACSS CQB 300 Blackout 762x39.
2: So, what you're going to get out of that is you're going to get uh, bullet drop compensation, you're going to get wind holds, you're going to get uh, ranging ladders, which you'll see on the sides there. You're going to get moving target leads as well, which are on the left and right of the uh, of the um, Chevron. And the whole thing allows you to range. That la- whole ladder allows you to range out as you are shooting. So the further out that you go, the more rings that you can use on it.
0: Very good. So let's talk about um, the distances and all. Do you know all that? as far as what each one represents and
2: just sec, uh, I know everything. Hold on. <laughs> so all. Well, and this, this, this might be a
1: good uh, moment for Pete to talk about ranging in general, using um, a scope. I know the kindergarten level, but, uh, um, Pete, you in good shape to talk about, uh, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean,
3: uh- yeah,
0: sure. and, and Pete uh, yeah. is a precision shooting uh, champion as well. He competes a lot I, in long-range precision shooting.
3: Yeah, I, I, you know, I it's been a lot of years, um, but you know, I uh, I do have a little bit of experience in it, and and uh, you know, I did enjoy it, and I still enjoy it. I just don't have time for it now. Um, you know, and obviously, in my you know law enforcement career, I was able to participate a little bit more and stuff like that. Um, but now I own my own business, so I don't have time for anything. Um, so I'm not really sure how this reticle looks. I mean, it looks like obviously on the right, the left, and right windage. There's there are some uh, bars there to, yeah, exactly uh, to, you know, to calculate approximate distance.
2: That's exactly what they are. Get height and distance and weight as you go out. Yeah. The further you go out, it gives you different height and distance as you go further out. So you have shoulder width uh, at the top line. And as you go further out, the uh, shoulder width would get narrower. That's what that ladder is indicating Mm -hmm. as you go, as you go further out, it gets narrower. So if you picture your target is at a hundred yards, it would be uh, the average shoulder width of a, of a, okay, we don't like to say men, but of a, of a uh, Ipsic target. But, and as you range further out, it would get narrower as you come in. So with this, this is a you-
0: and this is a three X that we're looking at here. But you have you have these on the eight X or just the six X.
2: This is on the three X.
0: So let's talk about you know we've done this before you know sighting in your your AK, and we've gotten different opinions on distances and things like that. But Pete for years, how do you, where do you typically start in siding in your, your sim
1: Uh, Pete just messaged me that he's gone dark on his side, like his screen and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, we may need to, uh, hold fire, uh, or, uh, come back to him in a little bit here.
0: Okay. Well, what about you, Brian? Yeah. You do a lot of, uh, test shooting with yours and you've got, you actually have the, uh, primary arms reticles there and you're, you've been yeah, using it for quite I've probably a while.
1: Zeroed, I've probably zeroed that ACSS a hundred times mm-hmm. somewhere in there, uh, maybe more. And so I can speak to the quality of the turrets and the lack of lash and all that because I'm always monkeying with them. The way, I, the way I use this scope is for testing our firearms, um, particularly if somebody doesn't order sights because uh, when I can co-witness with our iron sights, then I'll use a red dot um and Ken, I'd love to loop back around if you can help me remember for your MD twenty-five micro red dot. Really nice, big sir. fan of that sucker. Um but when somebody doesn't order sights, um then I like I can use glass. And um so every gun that we've shipped where somebody doesn't get sights, it's been this primary arms one to six. And um both the first focal plane and the second focal plane. Both work very well, and it it's sort of a personal preference thing. I started out liking the um, second focal plane more. The problem with the second is that the ranging stuff, the reticle, um, stays the same size no matter what, and that you'd think that would be really great, but it it can cause issues. And so it's I'm not enough of an expert to speak on which. Well, there's a reason people make two. Let's put it that way. Um, The first focal plane, the ranging um, features stay true to size uh, throughout the range. I've got that right, Ken, right? I sometimes get those mixed up. Um, And uh, so when I'm using um, this guy, I'll slap it onto a new gun. And um, what I'll typically do, the way we set up our targets is they're about two feet by four feet. The right half of the target, I just have one dot in the middle of that and then i've got a bunch of little targets off to the left and so what i'll do with with the one to six x is i'll take a couple shots and um the turrets on um on this guy are very positive and so i'll just look for where it is on paper um i've never had it not be on paper but if i if that's your situation where you're in i normally zero at 50 yards but if you're out at 100 and you can't see paper um i like to pointed into the dirt into the berm so that I can get a, a dust puff for where the bullets landed, um, and then walk it in, in a, a course way where you just wing the, the turrets over. Um, and uh, so then once I'm on paper, um, you know, then you just do the math. And so it, at 50 yards, um, an inch is two MOA. And so if you are using MOA adjust, um, then you would click you know, if it's half an MOA per click and you're two MOA, you're going to do four clicks um, to get in and then take another set of shots and just keep walking it in. And if you're good with your distance estimation, um, the which I've gotten after this many of them, then it's a pretty fast process. It can be a couple shots. Um, typically, a lot of often but not always You'll need one or two shots to seat the, the scope um, with the gun so that it, it's, it'll settle, it'll kind of click into place. Um, one big trick is to shove the scope forward against the recoil notches because the gun wants to go backwards, which means you want to shove the scope forward when you mount it so that it's up against the, the front side of those, of those grooves there. And um, it, it's funny, uh, depending on what your target looks like, and this is an area where Pete and I vary a little bit, a chevron is, is better in some things than a reticle is better than a red dot, a dot, it just really matters. And so if you're using a chevron, I really like a target that has a cross to it, um, because if you're shooting a dot, a dot is my preference for a red dot, because you can line up if you have a two MOA dot and a one inch circle at 50 yards, the two lie on top of each other exactly. With the chevron, if you're trying to find the middle, um, the middle of a circle with the chevron, it can make your brain very confused and busy. And so with with Ken's stuff that's got a chevron, um, I tend to like a crosshair better. However, uh, that's just, it's preference, Personal right? Personal preference, but I yeah. will very commonly put um two bullets in one hole at 50 yards with um either the first or second focal plane glass from primary arms um so the yeah the things that i've covered the lash um the glass is super clear and uh yeah they just kind of work um so that's that's how i use the one to six power i make sure to throw it around a bunch and it lives in our shooting trailer so it it gets bolted to the side of the trailer. So all that road vibration, like I drove to Vegas down for red October and put 18 hours of vibe on this thing. And we just never get a hiccup. There's one last thing that I love about them. um, And that is that inside one of the turret caps is a uh, spare battery. And one thing that is uncommon, but common or primary arms does is that they illuminate the reticle. And so you don't need that during the daytime, um, but as things start getting dusky, boy, is it nice to have it. Um, and I'm sure it helps in the day, but I'm normally shooting for accuracy and and not in a tactical situation. Yeah. Inclement
0: so, weather, I'm, yeah, definitely can yep. come into to play nice. Now is that the one to six that has the seven six two reticle?
1: It sure does, okay. um, and it works. I've taken it out to five hundred, nice. and it actually just works. Um, there are if we pull the well. Are you, our listeners can can pull up what it looks like, but there's this ranging thing that um, is that kind of ladder-looking deal where it's sized for a five foot ten inch male, and you put it over their head to the ground, and that tells you your range. I happen to know the range ahead of time, and there are um, below the chevron there are crosses that correspond um, to major. Is it yardage or meters or both?
2: Ken, I don't I don't know. I pulled this up so you guys could take a look at it, but I don't know if I can share this with you. If
0: you you. go to share screen, you can, yeah. All right, hold
2: on one second. Let me go here so you can see what Brian is talking about. I want the record to reflect that uh, Marty gets
1: very uppity when people conflate meters and yards. And uh, I would just like to point out me being sloppy for once on the numbers because I don't typically
3: care um hey and we got peep pie back awesome. i'm sorry man i, I don't know and we lost ken
0: <laughs> we got peep back and we lost ken so um, go brian
1: this is this is the thing and so there's a bunch of fancy stuff that i don't know much about but i do know that if you use um these ladders you just if if you're at um i don't know this specific one but if you're at 400 yards I'm imagining with the four here, and can can correct me. Yeah, you're gonna put um, you're gonna put the crosshair there, and when I did that on a 500 yard target next to the one with that would have a five on it, holy heck, we hit stuff. And so I don't want to oversell my
2: knowledge on the reticles. Yeah, but uh, so uh, we're looking at uh, yeah, we're hitting zero. We're gonna zero at the tri- ah, at the top of this chevron. Okay. And as you move down, it's going to adjust to 100, 200, 300 by the time you get to the bottom of the chevron. And then as you go down the ladder, it'll go to four five, 600 yards.
0: And, and that is yards, not meters. Yes.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Cool.
2: Yes, that is yards. Uh, so... You know, that's what you're getting out of that reticle, and you also get width on that as well. Uh, You got your target move left and right, which is on the outside of the circle uh, as well. You've got the ladder there for uh, windage holes or the dots on the sides for windage holes, which we talked about before for this particular optic. So, you know, it's got a lot of function to it. You know, it gives you uh, you don't have to do any calculation. You can basically dope everything from it. Uh, from right inside the reticle, uh, you know you can really get a good idea. So as long as you know what the uh, uh, what kind of ammunition you're using, as long as you zero with the same ammunition that you're using, yeah. You know, when you're when you're out shooting, when you're using it for defensive purposes or target shooting, so as long as you're using the same load, as long as you've got the same lot of ammo, you're going to consistently hit in the same areas as you do when you're uh, zeroing.
0: Gotcha. And uh Pete, when you got cut off, we were I was asking you typically, you know, what's your procedure for sighting in seven six two? Did I lose Pete again? Hey Pete. Pete Pie. So.
3: Oh, I hear somebody's mic. Hey, there's Pete. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you guys I went back to the cell phone. I don't know what's going on, but uh technology I got good- on both devices. So I apologize. It's the feds trying to
1: keep us down.
0: <laughs> it's the, the globalists. Damn feds don't want to sighting in our AKs, those mofos. All right, Pete. Okay, so when you're sighting in your 762, uh what what's your procedures? What's your your range that you start at and you know talk about all the the nuances that you go through when sighting in your uh and zero in your AK or your 762. Um,
3: I I treat all rifles if it's a bolt action gun or an auto gun um when I'm sighting in I start uh, with a clean firearm you know I'm talking like you know clean the barrel make sure all the copper's out of the barrel all the powder following everything but I said that reverse make sure the powder fouling's out and then the copper following um and I do all my sighting in with my go time ammo um a lot of people um with say we'll just use me as an example um i do 124 grain uh 7.62 by 39 load uh it's 23.75 it's it's actually a little underrated we're more like 24.05 um and they'll take you know, just the cheapest the cheapest 7.62 by 39 to sight in. And they think that's good enough. Um, and in my opinion, you know, it'll be close. Um, but you know, they're just trying to save a dollar, but you know, in reality, you need to be sighting in with what you're going to fight with. Um, I cannot express that enough how important that is. And, um, so on my AKs, I use a 50 yard zero, um, and uh you know i it's always worked really well for me i know you know there's a ton of people out there with different opinions and oh that doesn't work and that doesn't work well <clears throat> um where are you my my question is you know i all the time i get customers i call here you know where where do i zero my 762 by 39 and your ammo at and i tell them exactly what i said and then they argue with me because they didn't get the answer that they wanted and it's like, well, why did you ask me? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, I, my procedures are um, I, I start with a, a very well-maintained rifle. Um, I, uh, I will bag the rifle um, and get my zero. Um, if I have trouble getting my and zero. And explain
0: bagging the rifle for our listeners.
3: Um, so, yeah, you, you put it in a. Uh,
0: He's going to get some visual.
3: Yeah, so um, this is uh, kind of a multi-purpose bag. It's just a uh, rest, you know. Yeah. So, you know, we can
0: stabilize know, the the rifle, get it stabilized right. as well as possible. I
3: don't know how much to stabilize the rifle. So, um, after I feel comfortable,
0: nice <clears throat> rifle by the that,
3: way. Then I will check the sighting off the bags um i'll do some prone some kneeling and uh, kind of just shooting all the positions just to confirm um just in case something was goofy with the way i was bagging you know resting the rifle or something like that maybe you know just something was weird and hit hit the barrel weird or anything so i confirm in as many positions as i possibly can to confirm zero yeah that's i mean that's how i do it that's how i've always done it okay so
0: now, are you, are you using uh, scopes, red dots, iron sights? Do you do the same procedure for no matter what it is?
3: Correct. Um, okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, on this uh, Occam, I have, you know, Brian's iron sights um, and a T1, I think it is. And uh, so, yeah, I uh, sometimes – so what I'll do is typically zero the iron sights and then go to the optic. So gotcha. that's typically – I do iron sights first and then, and then
0: your electronics. And then throw your electronics. Very good. Andrew, when you're sighting in my guns. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Marty, as many times as I've done it, you should be able to answer this for them. But uh, typically what I do with AKs, I do a couple different things. With AK pistols, I typically sight them in at 50, and I don't really go beyond 50 with the irons electronic red dots. I still stick to 50 with my AK pistols. That's just me personally into a standard AK rifle. I start at 50, zero at 50, and then I move out to hundred depending on the guns. Um, you know, not everybody has an Occam, <laughs> which, you know, we all know we can shoot those bad boys 500 plus. Um, but you know, if you're just taking a standard AK from, you know, from Century or, or, you know, a lot of other companies, you know, hundred, hundred yards is where I like to, to put my irons on a full length rifle. I will zero an optic I do have some 20-inch AKs, and I do zero those at 200 um, just because they have that ability. Um, But you don't have to. Typically what I do, like I said, short barrels, 50, 100 for my AKs. Um, And that's just how I roll. Um, As far as I I also repeat that ammunition thing we've talked about, you want to zero with what you're going to fight with. If you're going to fight with garbage shit, zero with garbage shit. So you understand that you're not going to get consistency um and you understand that if you're going to fight with good ammo zero with good ammo um that's just the bottom line um optics are not magic everyone thinks they're magical they are Mm -hmm. not gonna take one point and put it to another point there's a whole hell of a lot of variables on that gun that ammunition between those things so if you're zeroing with you know standard basic cheap ammo um, and then you go slap in some, you know, some, you know, some of, uh, you know, Pete's ammo. It's not going to be even close.
2: <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to approach it from a little bit of different um, uh, zero on this. Yeah, you know, be 50, 100. Absolutely. You take Brian's, you can zero it out to 500, basically, because Brian's making some great stuff. Uh, but, yeah. I'm uh, from the self-defense point of view, you zero at the longest distance that you're going to be defending yourself at. You know, what's the longest distance that you're going to shot that you're going to take to defend yourself in your home? Sometimes that's a 25. And if you live in a palace the way that Andrew does, then it might be out to 50 or 100 yards. Uh, So understand where you're going to be using this firearm and zero (laughs) to that. You know, if you're going to be if your longest shot is going to be a 25 yard shot then you probably want to make sure it's going to hit where you need it to hit. Use the best ammo that you've got, understand what it does, and don't use garbage ammo. Like you said, you you buy good ammo, you zero with it at whatever that zero might be, and you go from there. Like I said, 25 yards, if that's the longest shot you're ever going to take in your home, then that's where your zero should be.
3: Yeah, you, you bring up a valid like that salad. Before, you know, something that I didn't say is, um after you get your zero for wherever you decide um you need to know what that rifle's doing that distance um you know um you know at least have a good idea like you said if we zero say hey my occam will never leave my house if i get in a gunfight it's going to be with that we're talking three to seven feet um but here here's the kicker um you still need to spend the time with the rifle and know what it's doing. If you have to take the fight outside, for whatever reason, um, and now you have engagement at you know 300 meters and you have no idea where that 7.62 by 39 sitting, we got a problem. Yeah, I agree with what both of you guys. Said. I I think they're all very good, valid points. Yeah, You
2: your offset as well. You know, so if if you are taking that point blank shot, and uh, you know where is it hitting? You know, understanding that uh, that offset from the optic you know how high is your optic mounted uh, you know where a lot of people are on the on the uh, AR platform are using that uh, 1 1.9 uh, 9, uh, riser on it now and uh, you know that's that's a pretty high riser so you know where's that yeah. where's that that cranial ocular shot actually hitting when, you, when you're at a close range with that. So really, yeah, it, it all goes back to understanding your hardware and uh, uh, using your software the right way. Right. And yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw a shameless plug in real quick.
4: If anyone um, had taken the AK Operators course that uh, Marty put on at Royal Range last – was it last year, Marty?
0: It was last, last – yeah, it was last year, Brian, right?
4: It's about a year ago, yep. Yep. We did, we did a lot of work in that Operators course with Offset. Shooting at some pretty close ranges with AKs, and uh, actually, it was a, it was a really one of the uh, one of the things. Even with as long as I've been shooting, that I got a lot out of that. Yeah, that That's something that um, all the leadheads out there. Um, it's something you need to think about, especially if you're planning to use an AK for home defense.
0: Yeah. Yep. Jared yeah, yeah. with two twelve training uh, put that that course on with us along with Brian. We did a, a little a gunsmithing, armors piece to that as well we need to do another one we've got a lot of requests for us to do another one so we we may yeah. bring that back so.
1: that'd be great yeah um,
4: I, I would love i'd love to come out and help with that again it was great
1: yeah it was it was good to hang out with you too we had some fun um there's uh everybody's bringing up really great points and i think people have kind of covered this but i, I want to beat a couple nails all the way into the board here The first one that Ken's uh, talking a lot about offset, which is a real, it's as big a deal as he's saying it is. And um, one important thing to understand is that if you zero at 25 feet, so the bullet and the dot cross the same, they're in the same place at 25, you've made a triangle and you know that at 12 and a half feet, the offset is going to be half the height over bore And so you don't get to get out of offset with different zeros because if you're zeroing for 25 and Ken is, I'm adding on to what Ken said, I'm not disagreeing with it. Um, I'm emphasizing a couple things here. Um, People say, oh, I'm gonna be fighting close so I can just zero short. Well, that's not exactly true because if you're zeroing for 25, and you're in and you're at 12 you're going to be if it's a, a standard ar the height over bore between the dot and the um between the center of the glass and the bore is about 2.7 inches and mm-hmm. um so if you zero at 25 then your shot's going to be um let me see here low by an by an inch and a quarter roughly at 12 and a half feet and as ken wisely again just, just underlining and bolding what Ken already said, um, your that that magic triangle um, that Ken knows the fancy word for between your uh, nose hole and your eye holes. That's where you want to make. That's where your headshots are going to count. And so, an inch and a half actually matters. And um, so, yeah, that's a thing. The other one was um, we kind of talked around this one, but I don't care what gun you're talking about and what bdc you're talking about whether it's a foul an ak or a bolt gun the bdc gets you very close but there is no substitute for checking that dope because as as pete was high well a bunch of people were highlighting um different guns and different ammo really change things like the tighter your headspace, the higher the muzzle velocity is going to be if you've got a really sloppy ak you're going to have lower muzzle velocity because there's going to be blowback. Basically, the gas will be able to reach around the cartridge and head back into the receiver by a little bit. It's not a lot, but it's who um, did some testing with with my guns early on and he called me up. and He's like, I'm confused. Why the hell is your gun shooting 200 feet per second faster than everybody else's? And we pay very, very, very careful attention to the headspace and all of our guns are on the right on this side of a go gauge. And that's as best as I can figure out as to what was going on there. Um, And so 200 feet per second, Pete could tell us if that's a really big deal or not, but um, different bullet shapes, ballistic coefficients, all that will impact how a BDC works. And again, this is not primary arm specific and this is not AK specific. This is true for all things.
3: Yeah, so I just built a little chart real quick. Did you say, because this makes a really big difference, your loss of words here. The, Doing uh, math on height,
0: the fly. Look at Pete go.
3: So the, the sight height is uh, about 2.7, Brian. Is that what I heard? you say?
1: Uh, on, an, on an AR-15, it's right around there. And on an AK, it's 50 millimeter on a stock AK. On one of our guns, it's 2.4, right right in the middle between okay. the two. So 2 to 2.7 is kind of the range on the standard setups for guns.
3: Right. Okay, so and um, I, I don't know how far we want to go down the rabbit hole with this. I'll just um, spout this off real quick. Um, so say we use a 50-yard zero. Um, you're hitting dead on at 50 yards. Your bullet is coming out of the gun climbing and then going back down so it's going to intersect again right at 150 uh yards um so so i'll just kind of go through this and i, and I hope i explained it okay so at 25 if you zero at 50 at 25 yards um you're a positive one and a quarter inches high now these are just rough numbers obviously um so you're going to be you know an inch and a quarter which you know really that really doesn't make a huge difference. <clears throat> and then at a hundred, if you move out to a hundred, your, your point, point, 0.3 mils low at a hundred. And I, I didn't, I didn't know if you guys wanted, if I should talk in mills or MOA, I have both, but, um, and then at 200, you are a, a, a positive, uh, point 0.4 mils. Yes. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just really important to know what your, what your gun does. You really, if you're using your firearm to potentially save your life or, you know, or your families, um, you need to spend the time. Don't be lazy. You know, uh, who's lazy dead people. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so take the time and uh, really, really focus on knowing your rifle on what you're going to do because, you know, just because I, you know, if I woke up today and said, I'm going to get in a gunfight at 25 meters, you know, it's going to go the opposite way. Now we're fighting at a hundred or 300. So, uh, Murphy's law, you know, so. And what? you
0: guys have been talking self-defense, you know, with this too, but I know a lot of people, including myself that use it to hunt with also mm-hmm. just as important. Exactly. Uh, competition shooting. You know, we did a couple episodes back. We had, um, uh, we talked specifically about the AK shooting competitions that are, that are becoming more and more prevalent across the nation and uh, those guys you know the precision that they have to uh, get their their rifles running is you know probably beyond anything that anybody else really tries to go for so you know those kind those guys are really pushing the limits and the technology and getting it out there thanks to you know those competition shooters that are out there and the growing number of people that are getting involved I know we got a lot of listeners that um, have recently started getting into the the AK competition shooting as well so um, yeah. these are yeah, all I, great Marty, tips I, that could go either for any of those scenarios that you're talking about there.
1: Marty uh, uh, brings up a really good point. Like I don't, for you guys who are hunters out there um, I hope you've never got shot a deer, but I know I have. And um, I felt horrible. I will never forget the feeling of what that was like and the complete lack of sleep that I had that night. I was doing a dust con and I, I was up all night thinking about that deer that was suffering and dying a very slow, terrible death. And, um, I think a lot of us, I certainly have been guilty of it. Haven't had our zero. I wouldn't dream of going hunting without a really good zero. Mm -hmm. Um, that, the the gut shot was a, (laughs) the deer was too close, um, which was a good lesson. Um, and, uh, but we don't, maniacally check our zeros i'm sure some of us do but a lot of us get a little lackadaisical about getting a zero on our fighting rifles and so i think marty makes a fantastic point we most of us feel awful and you should feel awful if you if you got shoot a deer and uh but imagine the magnification of that if you had to use your gun to save your life and it wasn't zeroed imagine what the rest of your life would be like that sounds awful. Well, it's and like so Pete March-
0: said: you know, the lazy people are dead. So that's, yep, that's what yep. would happen. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to worry yep. about it then.
2: And uh, problems. Right? Yeah, if you're talking about hunting and competition shooting, and Pete, you know this better than anyone, I'm sure. With the uh, uh, long-distance shooting, there's also the variable of uh, uh, weather conditions. You know, uh, you know, you start looking at humidity, you start looking at uh, heat. Uh, you know, it Wind, it makes a huge everything. difference as well. So when you start stretching out to multiple yards, you also got to take into account, you know, yeah. You know, so if you zero in Arizona, your zero in Michigan is going to be completely different. You know, even with the same ammunition.
1: Yeah. Pete, would you mind talking a little bit about why it's important to not leave your ammo in the
3: sun when you're at a training? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so.
3: Did you say me to explain it? I, yeah. I gotta, it, it if so. you don't mind, I
1: figure that you're the best qualified person to talk about ex, rapid exothermic reactions yeah. and what happens when you have a higher initial starting temperature.
0: Let's do right. that, and then we're going to get into listener questions because we're we're running long. We hit our stride a little late, but yeah, let's do that yeah, and hit the uh, listener questions.
3: If we uh, Pete Jr. having technical difficulties, we'd probably all be in bed already. Yeah,
0: oh, you're good. Uh,
3: so... I'll tell you what. I'll just make it real quick. We'll go super layman on it. So we try to use, and I try to research the most temperature stable powders that we have available to us. But we could have the most temperature stable powder in the world if you leave your ammunition out in the sun. And now that now that case heats up to, you know, a buck fifty temperature you know and your powders you know at 140 degrees um it's going to change the pressure um because it's um I have seen it so many times where people uh go to competitions and stuff and they're leaving their ammo out in the sun and the next thing you know they're blowing primers and now they have a major mal- uh, malfunction of the firearm bolt action uh it doesn't matter you know you pop a primer and what i mean is You know, if a primer um you know, comes out of the back of the case, it doesn't matter if it's a bolt gun or an auto, especially autos is even worse. Um, you know, you're going to uh you're going to have some problems and you're more than likely not going to be able to fix that gun. So now we move this over to a gunfighting scenario and now your now your gun is down and um and you're you're done. Like, you know, and So it is very, uh, important, um, to protect your ammunition, no matter what you're doing. So, um, I carry chest rigs, uh, in my truck. I carry two of them, you know, with one for set up for an AR one set up for an AK. I try to keep them covered and, um, in a spot in the pickup to where, you know, to where they're going to stay the coolest because I don't want to have to go out there and now my... You know, my ammunition temperature is 150 degrees. And uh, yeah, you're going to get one round off, and that's going to be it. So I don't know if I explained that okay or not. I was trying to just keep it quick, simple. And, you know.
0: If anybody didn't understand it, they can email me let at gmail.com and I'll forward yeah. you that and you can go into detail with it. But I thought, right. I thought you did a good job. I understood it. <laughs> All right, let's do listener questions now. I'm going to go to Instagram. I'm going to do the first one, but I want Ken, Brian. Pete, if you guys have access to the, the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, I want you to go uh, and pick a question that you'd like to field. Uh, you
2: didn't say Andrew.
0: Well, because Andrew has no social media. He is a no social media having mofo. <laughs> I will do it yeah, for I'm Andrew. Sorry,
2: Marty. You can just read
4: yeah. it to me.
0: Yeah, I'll read it to you. Since you cite my rifles in, I'll read your questions to you.
4: Okay.
0: All right, so giddy up. He says, "What's the best red dot co witness? Lower one third, asking for a friend. Does it matter? Who uh, who wants to take that one?
2: Red dot I got opinions. Oh, can yes. take it. <laughs> no, I got no, my opinions are not going to make anybody smile. Yeah, my opinions are always get out on the range, zero your op your red dot to to the ranges that you understand and that you're going to use that red dot at. And a co witness on a red dot." I, I, yeah, that's why I have etched reticles on our, we have re- etched reticles on most of our stuff. Yeah, so I, I, if the power goes out on it, you've got an etch reticle to look through on, on our uh, on our prism scopes, yeah. I Nice. I, I'm not a big fan of uh, uh, the co-witness idea. Um, For Barney. me,
1: uh, personal preference, but uh, 50% co-witness, meaning that the site post is in the middle of the glass that tends to take up a lot of that blocks information from making its way to your eyes. So if you're, if you can imagine a bad guy with a gun and it's at his um, it's below his chest, you're not going to be able to see it with the 50% co-witness, at least on an AK because of it's gets chopped off. Um, if you go lower third or ours, our iron sights and different optics go from anywhere from lower one-third up to 50 percent and um, lower one-third i personally prefer because it lets me see more of the bad guy's body and hands and make a, a shoot no shoot decision however i am a virgin fantasizing about sex as it were with gunfighting. however enough force on force like that i've i've taken a bunch to where i know that i want to
2: see what somebody's hands are doing
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> So, okay. oh.
2: yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, you no. go ahead. No, I I think that those are all great. But uh, if you're paying attention to a co witness, you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to. Pay attention to. Oh, <laughs> truth.
0: Pete, do you have <laughs> a any? Bonds, uh, I like
3: it.
0: You got any comment on that one?
3: Uh, I believe uh, my co witness uh, is lower third um yep so yeah I co-witness on this. sock i'm at lower third it wouldn't that be correct brian with a stand aim point mount
1: yep yeah and between i call it a 40 percent because it's it's a little bit higher than lower one third and it depends whether you're rocking a t1 or a t2 the the heights it, are just a little different or a, a primary arms we didn't talk about it so I'm going to bring it up now. Their MD25 mm-hmm. is an awesome red dot with a really big viewing tube. Um, some people get cranky on me that I put a hundred sixty dollar optic on a three thousand dollar gun, and my reply is that I don't have five thousand dollars. I have three thousand dollars plus two hundred dollars,
0: <laughs> and uh,
1: so and I I believe that all all rifles need irons no matter what, if they're fighting guns. Um, and so the glass is secondary for me because if I get mud on it, it ain't working. Mm-hmm. And so um, the glass, glass is always, um, you need, in my mind, you need a backup for glass always. The entry level primary arms red dot, I can shoot sub MOA all day long, works great. And so for you ballers on a budget, Yeah. Aim point makes fantastic (laughs) glass. Um, but if you put an aim point on every gun you own, you're going to be broke. Um, and so I rock primary arm stuff. As long as I got irons, I don't like, I've, I've broken two aim points and zero primary arms. And that doesn't mean that primary is better than aim point. It just means that, um, everything that's glass can break. And so
0: you you bring up a, a, a yeah, you bring up a question also, um, you know, when you're talking about, you know, your battle rifle, your irons being your primary and your, you know, your glass, your optic that you put on there being your, your secondary, how important is it to have a QD mount?
1: Uh, critically so, because it, it's not the battery that I'm worried about going out. Mm-hmm. It's um, getting one of my old instructors where it was raining for a solid week. And in one part, he put mud on the, he threw mud at the fronts of our guns. And my optic was down. And after that, actually, that's how one of the the endpoints broke, is that it fogged when it had that level of water near it. And so that was the big lesson for me, that you just got to have a, a backup. Now, if you're halfway decent, you can actually use the pick rail as a sight. And so that goes to Ken's idea of he's going to use an etched glass reticle. And I'm positive Ken's shot a lot. And he can just tip over and use basically feel and point of aim to know where he's shooting and i can hit steel no sweat with one of our guns at 50 yards without an optic or a sight on it at all you just use the pick rail and it that actually works pretty well okay so there is just have a backup you know and i sure i like iron sights but you know dead reckoning totally works if you've practiced
0: cool
2: giant underline under if you've practiced
0: next question uh ken you got one you pick one
2: I'm sorry, I got distracted looking no, at the conversation we were talking about. No, so, that's uh, fine. Let's see. Uh, go to somebody else who's ready, man. All right, uh, I
0: know Brian. Right. You ready? Here, uh, yeah, Andrew's I assume ready. Assume eighty-seven
1: has a oh, okay. question Brian.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it, Brian. Eesom? Oh, sorry.
1: Did I? <laughs> um, Question for Brian. What range do you recommend zeroing your PH1 sights at? I have a a set on my 13-inch Gen 2 Galil Ace, which is a badass rifle. Congratulations, sir. Um, That I currently have zeroed at 25 yards. Um, And uh, so... Yeah, I think that you should zero our sights where you want to zero them at and know where your bullets hit. I personally use 50 yards, but I don't, it's not religion. You just, as Ken has been saying, and actually kind of everybody, you just need to know where your bullets hit. So get out, shoot, and figure out what works best for you. I highly recommend taking a class at a good school that does non-square range stuff because you're going to learn things in that that. Like, just shooting off a bench is not a good way to determine what your favorite zero is. You need to get out and, and use it. And um, there are yep. there are arguments for and against every one of them. And so my I, I side with Ken is we don't care, <laughs> but you know where your bullets go.
2: That's the big deal. Absolutely. At the end of the day,
0: that's yep. all. How about you, Ken? Did you find one?
2: I, I'm sorry, man. I'm really, Still you know, looking? we've covered everything that's in here. Yeah, you know, the zero, yeah, uh, you know, we've beat the hell out of the zero already. So uh, the rest of them are pretty, you know, all over the place. I mean, if you see one you want me to talk about, you You let me
0: know. Um, hey, I got, I got a I got question right, right here. here. No, I got one. Ryan Abbott says uh, for Primary Arms Online, I'm addicted to the ACSS. I'm currently rocking your SLX 1 to 6 FFP and the GLX 2X Prism on my 308 and 7.62 by 39 Saiga builds. When it comes to fast acquisition of targets with basic wind holds, the ACSS simply dominates. I love the Discovery 2022 drops, but crossing my fingers on an FFP 1 to 10 ACSS. Emoji finger cross. Emoji finger cross. My 308 Sega custom build has a spot reserved for one if you guys put one out. Maybe Lefty and us leadheads can get an exclusive announcement. That one is being worked on and coming out down the road? Question mark? Wink? My gut's uh, telling me to wait. Uh,
2: I, I think that um, uh, I'm, I want you to buy right away. So there's a one to 10 in there right now. Uh, I know it doesn't meet all of your specifications, but, uh, you yeah, we just released a new one to 10. I would pick that one up. I'm not saying that there's not another one to 10 that's on the waist somewhere, but, uh, you know, buy now, buy later.
0: There you go. There you <laughs> go. Kyle Litzy, uh, who was on our competition shooter AK Corner episode that we did with James uh, Leffler, Matt Kitzmiller, Adam Litkey, Ken Allen, and Jeremy Gresham uh, is recommended that we get Zach Smith's shooting on this podcast. He's a century arm shooter. You know him, Andrew?
4: Yeah, I know Zach. He's badass.
0: Okay, we'll get Guy's him like on another good episode good. down the down the road, Kyle. But thanks Thank for the good. the suggestion. Definitely. Uh, there was another question here <laughs> specifically no, <laughs> for Century Wolverine Thirty says hello, Lefty. I have a Century Arms question. Where are the micro Dracos? The only one I'm finding for sale are priced at $1,800 to $2,000. I'm thinking $800 to $900 as a max price during these unusual times. What world's he Sorry, living
4: so, in? Um, so Dracos, um, obviously we don't manufacture the Dracos. They are made manufactured in Romania by Romar. Um, and just like anything overseas, production is up, down, all around. We did just get a a nice large shipment of dracos which did not include any micros um included some full size and minis but no micros we have not been getting a lot of micros um they are built on a different receiver so we don't see when they make them they make a whole bunch and they ship them to us and we don't see any for a long time um obviously we are not selling them for 1800 dollars. that's a secondary market situation um you know once once we sell a gun out to distribution you know, what somebody decides to sell sell it for after that, we don't control. Um, but, you know, market sets those types of prices. Um, but, yes, we, you know, if we could get 10,000 micro Dracos, we'd sell them all in a day. Um, but, unfortunately, the supply is just not there. And just, you know, it's typical for AKs, typical for imports. Um, you know, no, news, no new news there. But um, I do sympathize, and I wish we had lots more micro Dracos.
0: So talk about, this is a good opportunity to talk about what you guys are going to be dropping at SHOT Show.
4: All right. Um, Well, um, since this will be out after SHOT Show um, is officially on the floor, I will give you guys um, a real quick heads up um, on some new stuff we got going on. Um, I'm going to just talk really, really quick. We are launching a brand new Canik competition pistol um, designed by Nils, which I know you've had on the show before, Marty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it is gonna be it's called the canic rival um, it's 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 badass and the price is it, again with with sentry and Canic um, you just get that value for your dollar this thing is loaded up like it's the gun nils will shoot in competition and when you see the price it's gonna be pretty pretty impressive and I see think we're gonna be moving a whole ton of those um, but now let's get into the aK stuff. Because we will be launching, or we have launched now that, you know, we have launched our brand new AK called the BFT. Um, So the BFT stands for bulge front trunnion. This is a gun that we've been working on for a while um, just to get back to um, a a full-on battle rifle. Um, So the BFT is going to be, obviously has a bulge front trunnion. Um it's gonna be on a one point five mil receiver just like the rest of our guns. Um a lot of people have complained about Century not having the optics rail on the side. The BFT will have an optics rail, it will have bayonet lug, it will have cleaning rod, um standard left hand thread, slant brake, uh, which the current ones have that as well. Um but yeah, the, the gun is gonna be pretty badass. So uh um I've I've already got cool. a sample of it. I've been able to play with it quite a bit.
0: Um and for well, wait, all the AK guys Wait, out you've there got that, one? Do what? You've got one? Yeah. And you haven't invited me over to shoot it?
4: I haven't been home to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, I haven't invited you I'm coming you home over, over tomorrow.
0: I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm coming over tomorrow for shooting that thing. Well,
4: you can come over tomorrow, but I ain't going to have time to shoot it. So I'll um, shoot it. But, you know, I'll send it with you.
0: Sounds good. Um,
4: but yeah, so yeah, the BFT, we're pretty excited about that. Um, kind of
0: That's awesome.
4: You can never make anybody, you can never make everybody happy, but we basically, anything anybody's been bitching about, whining about, why don't you have this feature? Why don't you have that? Why don't you have this? We put it all on there. You know, it's going to have the uh, extended thumb safety with the notch so you can lock oh, the bolt nice. back. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah.
4: Um, for, you know, to be able to, to actuate that safety with your index finger if you're so inclined and not a true ak person um
0: <laughs> or you got short the, fingers come on
4: the, yeah or you got or you got stumpy midget fingers like marty it's hard to say <laughs>
0: um
4: but uh but yeah so you'll have the extended safety lever on there um of course uh the extended magazine release that's on all the uh Sentry guns um and again this is a this is a manufactured here in the u.s 100 so uh, this gun is 100 percent u.s manufactured ak and i think we're going to have a lot of fun with it and i uh, can't wait to get one to brian to see what he can uh, do to it oh heck yeah that'd be great oh, i'd love to check it out that sounds awesome
0: anything else anything else you guys dropping that shot
4: um yeah we've got a few uh, a few other small things but we'll 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 stick to the ak the ak lane for the ak corner
0: what about the uh, uh us palm red army standard anything uh, new and exciting going on down those i mean
4: are you? yeah red army standard is you know just like everybody else's ammo we can't get enough of it if we could get 10 times more than we're getting we still wouldn't have enough of it um and obviously everyone knows about the russian ammo situation um also just the fact the russian situation um, we don't know where they're where where we're going to be heading there politically um obviously red army standard is um is not a exclusively Russian ammunition. Uh, most of our gun ammo does come from Russia, but uh, we will be maneuvering and working through that as the political climate changes. Um, we obviously have opportunities in other places to, to purchase ammunition, have ammunition manufactured for us. Um, so you'll you'll still, you the Red Army Standard Brand is going nowhere. And um, hopefully by second quarter, we'll start seeing a whole lot better quantities. Um, but, you know, that can change. With the drop of a hat, as we all know, with the political climate the way it is right now, yeah,
0: um, we may be getting so, a lot of that ammo uh, sent to us in a way we don't want it to, <laughs> 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 unloaded. Yeah. Um,
4: but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But um, and U.S. Palm, we are we are like you kind of briefed on Marty. We've got um, sorry, my phone just does something weird. Um, we've got uh, the plum coming out so the plum magazine plum grip um and uh, some other stuff that you guys will see coming out from us palm over the next year but for first shot the main thing you'll see is our new plum colored furniture um if anybody isn't familiar with us palm obviously um in my opinion we make the best polymer AK mag um long before century owned us palm uh i've been using their mags for many 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 years in competition and carrying um uh the steel reinforcement in that magazine is just uh, in my opinion, bar none, uh the best polymer mag you can buy. Um and I love the US Palm grip. Um I'm not gonna get name names, but a lot of people have knocked that grip off. A lot of very popular companies that are lead heads like to use, um, have copied that grip. Right, but bro. it was the it was the OG. And uh still in my and I I still love it. I was using it before I worked at Century and I'll be using it until uh, I don't shoot AKs anymore. The ultimate
0: form of flattery, right?
4: Yeah, that's it. But, yeah, that's what we got going on. Excited. Um, Hopefully we'll get some – I'll get some pictures and some videos sent over to you, Marty. You can share with some of the leadheads from uh, our booth at shot.
0: Okay, that'd be great. And I'll come get some trigger time with you on that one.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It'd be a good time. Very good. Yeah, that shape
1: of that grip is the one shape that fits everybody. It is crazy. It's just really – a fantastic design. Yeah.
0: I like the texture on it too, that you've got going yeah. on it. Yeah,
4: and I mean, it's not expensive. It's such an easy upgrade for twenty bucks. I mean, I put it on all my guns. Big mm-hmm. time. Yeah,
0: Brian, you got a question? You were gonna hit one a second ago.
1: Um. Yeah. It, and Drew answered it with the ammo. Uh, P Man three hundred one. For the purposes of giveaway, what is the supply looking like for an Army standard? Um. And the the yeah. Drew did a great job answering it, but the the short answer is we're going to be fine. Don't
0: stress. Yeah. Plus, we got Pete um, uh, stepping up his production there too.
3: Yes. Yeah, yes. Man. Yeah, we got. All, yeah, baby, it's all
4: about components.
3: Yeah, we we are coming out with a bunch of new stuff. We're really trying to get into the hunting market as well, because obviously we we're born self defense. Defiant has so much to offer in way of hunting. You know, like 450 Bushmaster, 458 SOCOM, uh, 300 Wind Mag, 4570, 3030. We're actually working with another company, um, which is super exciting um, because lever guns have become a very large thing again. So we are working with Mad Pig Customs to come out with uh, two 4570 loads, one in a supersonic, one in a subsonic, and uh, the same thing in 3030. Uh, super and a sub and um, it is just absolutely it's going to change the game at forty-five seventy and, and in 30, 30 um you know and we uh we're doing we're gonna offer some some new 308 loads that the industry has never seen i have a 308 185 grain match load for long range we're gonna break a world record with it And we do a 308-175 in it as well. We are consistently seeing velocities 300 feet per second over any other loads that compare to it um, because of the powder that we're using. So essentially what you have is a 308-175 grain match bullet. Um, Now at a 1,000 yards, you are only 1.25 mil difference from my 308 load in six, five Creedmoor. I think I missed that. So if you take a six, five Creedmoor and compare it to my 308 load, um, the 308 load is shooting one, uh, one and a quarter mil, uh, lower at, you know, at a thousand yards than the six, five Creedmoor. And, you know, the 308 loads that we're, we're going to be doing are literally game changers.
0: So. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, this question is from Buildo T. Baggins, and uh, I'm, I'm going to read this because I want us all to bust on it, okay? We're going to bust on it.
1: I feel like we need to pause and give thanks for that username.
0: <laughs> well, that's no amazing. That's not his username. That's what I call it.
1: That's not his username. That's uh, what we call
0: it. That's his, that's his nickname. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Well, I'll just get
4: back in my corner. Never mind. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> But thank you because well, I came it up started
4: with off just being Bilbo and it just kept, kept being added to.
0: So more and more gin and whiskey were being drank. So his question is <laughs> thus far, what has been the best optic for an AK?
1: <laughs> oh, I know who we're talking about now. That's cruel and unusual. I, I, I,
0: res- I responded.
4: <laughs> All right, Bilbo. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what the best optic for your for an AK is. The best optic for an AK is the one you like the best. Thus far, that, that doesn't break and hold zero. Thus far. <laughs> Thus far.
0: <laughs> Thus far. <laughs> uh, that and what can afford? Talk about lazy people. That's the laziest question I've seen to try to win a prize. <laughs> well,
4: we we still love you, Bilbo. <laughs>
0: there you go uh we've got several more questions but we're running we're running long on time and we need to give some stuff away so unless you guys see another question that you'd like to to field or answer there let's go through and let's uh let's give away some cool shit what you say everybody got a thumbs up I'm not looking at you so all right Ken we're gonna hold off on the optic let's pick the winner for the dump tray the mission first tactical AK corner, custom dump tray, armors tray. Who do you think should win that out of the ones that we just we just read? What was your favorite question? Group discussion here.
4: Well, Bilbo had the dumpiest question, so let's give him the dump tray. <laughs> I like
0: it. I like it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. I'll uh, I'll make sure that he gets a little special something extra printed on here a big buildo i'll have a buildo printed on there i get dave to do that so there you go buildo shoot me an email talking at gmail.com let me know you won the dump tray <laughs> Cooper. all right let's give away let's give away uh the ammo are, are you doing ammo coffee what are you giving away pete
3: um
0: well, I don't
3: care. we we'll, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, we'll tell them what the ammo is and then I will just throw a package together. Um, maybe some coffee and some other cool shit and, and uh, okay. One
0: yeah. person will get, uh, an ammo swag pack from defiant munitions. All right. Yeah. Is that cool. That's awesome. I love it. And okay. I'll let, I'll let you pick, uh, are you on social media?
3: I am, but um, I'm having trouble for some reason seeing seeing any of the questions. I don't know what the huh. hell is going on.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. How could we do I, this? I, Pick a number between a, 1 and, what is it, like 38 or something? 40? I don't know how many we got there so far. 41, looks like. View all 41 comments. So, let's say like we got 41 on Instagrams.
3: Okay. 41 comments on Instagram. All right. uh, Let's do uh, 39 for 7.62 by
0: 39. 39. All right. So I'll start at the bottom. There's there's 41, 40. Is that how that works? 39. Bailey Muller 80. Okay. Bailey Muller 80. And his question was, when are we getting a build class? And he's asking you, Brian.
1: As soon as I can get a little bit of free time, is the short answer. It is, yeah. Right now I'm working about 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., seven days a week, just trying to keep the show on the road. So uh, when things calm down a little bit, um, we are absolutely going to be doing that. It probably won't be doing riveting, it'll probably be more like final assembly of a uh, of a, a, a rifle or, or of an action. Um, and the reason is that a bunch of people teach riveting well, and um, there's you need a few weeks to get good at building an AK, and I can get people good at doing armoring and putting together one of our guns in a weekend and then test it. And so I want to leave the riveting to a uh, bunch of folks that do it. Well, you know, rifle dynamics, um, Mesa kinetic, um, our, our friends and help me out. Lee Armory, there
0: we go. Lee Armory. Lee Armory
1: puts on a class. All those guys really know what they're doing. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to try and offer something that's not there. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's, it keeps getting pushed to when things calm down, um, yeah. which right. is <laughs> always, always six months off
4: in the future. Very cool. I've been doing this like 23 years, Brian, it hasn't calmed down yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I
1: I suspect that you are correct.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's give away the the uh, magazines next, Century Arms um US Palm magazine 10 pack. Uh, let's That's do that from let's do it on Facebook. We got listeners on Facebook too. We need to uh reward So pick a number between one and it's like 10. Me? Yeah.
4: One and 10. Let's go with uh, beautiful number five.
0: Number five. That is one, two, three. That's a double one, so I don't count that one. Peter Wiktorski. Peter Wiktorski. His question was, is there really a QC standard for 7.62x39 ammo being manufactured by so many countries that can guarantee results with a traditional scope or BDC reticle, or are you better off with a red dot and Kentucky windage? That was his question.
4: He wants to know if all ammunition, no matter where it's made, is consistent.
0: I think he's wanting to know, is there a company that does a better QC uh, quality control for their ammo to to guarantee a BDC... When siding in with the BDC reticle,
4: and there's really no guarantee to that period, no matter what. But if you're looking for something more consistent, you definitely want to buy a, a you know a U.S. made ammunition product in 760 by 39, um, not necessarily brass case, but a U.S. manufactured one.
3: You're going to
4: yep. just get better consistency and better quality control. Yep, absolutely. Well said.
0: Very cool. So Peter Wiktorski, torski at gmail.com. Uh, tell me what you won, what episode, uh, and your contact info will need that too. SIL uh, 1 uh, Complete Gun Care Package, their CLP package. It'll have uh, three different delivery methods for, or three or four delivery methods of their product to uh, clean, lube, and protect your firearms. It also works on your knives. It works on your uh, marine products. uh Pretty much anything and everything. It's good stuff. I've been using it for over a year now. And we really appreciate Dwight and Seal One coming back for another year of supporting the uh, Talking That AK Corner. So let's pick a winner for that. And I'll go to do randomly down through here on Instagram and stop. And Kitzmiller 3-Gun. And... Like I said he was a he was a guest on our show a few episodes back competition shooter and he just said badass so he's he's glad that we're back for season four so are we All
3: right
0: so matt shoot me an email talking about gmail.com we'll get you that uh seal <clears> one <throat> cleaning package
3: so i i have a question so will this person that won this ammo thing will they contact me how's this work
0: um, Which one won it?
3: The Bailey Mueller 80?
0: Yeah, so he's going to contact me, shoot me oh. an email, gmail.com and then I will forward his info on to, to you.
3: Okay, perfect.
0: All yeah. right. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Cool. And if they Got don't it. contact me, they don't get it. Right. Yep. And All our right. listeners know that I don't contact you. I will not send you an email and let you know that you won. You have to email me, so you have to listen to the show to win yeah exactly if you don't too bad so sad and we've got several unclaimed package prizes i think from the last episode brian from the last ak corner
1: you cannot win if you do not
0: play that's right and they just have
4: to play to win
0: they just go unclaimed so i think that's that's everything except the uh the optic wait before we
2: do that uh if hypothetically if my if a friend calls in and says that they are uh, interested in those prizes that are sitting there, you
0: know, just hypothetically. (laughs) Just hypothetically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's what I will do. Kim likes prizes. If you go back and listen to all the episodes and you know the prizes that are unclaimed, or you know the prizes and you can ask if they're Uh, unclaimed, I will send those to you if they are unclaimed.
2: uh, How about that? There you go. You're going to get a lot of phone calls with random prizes thrown. FPS yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murdoch,
1: you have received your marching instructions.
0: <laughs> there you go. I and mean, they're not going to know what's what's claimed and what's unclaimed. So if you ask about something and it's already claimed, then you got to send it to me. How about yep. that? that? That's like a game show, isn't it? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta give a shout out to the League of Pirates too. He's been on here, uh, fielding some of these questions for us too. So,
3: uh, hey, we love you, buddy.
0: Absolutely.
3: Except for me, I don't love League
2: of you.
0: Pirates.
3: You don't Just love Jay? Water. I'm playing. No,
0: it's the League of Pirates. <laughs>
3: well, there's a lot of people that don't love Jay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
3: I'm, uh, I'm totally joking. Jay is, uh, Jay is up there on the one of the greatest people that I know. He's an awesome dude, man.
2: Yes, he is. I miss J- Jay a lot. Yeah.
1: So uh, you guys who don't follow the League of Pirates on Instagram uh, get on there because uh, the amount of – he's ramped his citizen intel back up and uh, you can get the news about two days ahead of time if you're following him on the gram, the League of Pirates.
0: And you will get news I, from him that you you won't see anywhere else. Yeah. They refuse to post it. All right, Ken. Um have you been through the Facebooks? You've been through the Instagrams? Which uh, which question did you see there that earned, in your opinion, you were, that awesome I optic?
2: Rando picking. I thought you said you were going to rando pick.
0: I think I just want you. I think pick. you want me to random pick or do you want to pick one?
2: Uh, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's see. I'm on the Facebook right now. Okay. And I'm on comments.
0: We've got about 10 or 11 there, and then we've got like 41 on. Uh, Instagram, so we could add those uh, together so and do a. All
2: right, let's go back to Instagram. I'm here now. I'm talking Lid Yeah, you're right. We got a lot in here, uh, so I'm going to scroll and randomly stop. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, you're going to stop. Yeah, on right. me Stop on me.
2: Uh, I am on uh, M M. What is it? Join. <laughs> MJ Milner's Might.
0: Milner's Might?
2: Yes. Yep. Is that a good one? Do you like him?
0: Yeah, he's he is a he is a good listener. He's a good leadhead. Uh he's won some stuff. That's the thing about it too, leadheads, is you can win more than once on this show, just not the same show. But he's won some stuff in the past. So his question is what's everyone's go to mounting option and why? side rail rail dust cover like TWS dog leg rear sight replacement like the Addero arms Bravo or the classic Ultimac? That's a pretty good question too. So it is
2: actually because I just put the Altero arms one on my rifle and I'm really kind of digging it. Uh, yeah, it, it is an alternative mount. I'd never done one before. I picked one up at, uh, Kalash, uh, Kalashmis, or Kalashbash, and uh wanted to try it out and just pop out the sight. Uh, Hold
0: that up again. I want to see that.
2: Yeah. Uh, our camera. There we go. Where's yeah. the
0: camera? Yeah, right uh, there.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you pop out that sight and you clip that in there. It's really solid. Yeah, it screws in really well, and uh you Old can pull zero. off your dust cover as well.
0: Very nice. And that's the Altero? Altero? Yeah. Altero. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And uh,
1: Ken, is that the pattern, the bolt pattern on that thing? Is that for the prism?
2: Yeah. It, you, so
1: that's really screws. cool.
2: Yeah. It drops that prism right on there. Yeah. You can use the different uh, uh, height options on it as well. It's got the three screw setup on it. It screws right in there. It yeah, this is this is really nice, man. I'm I'm really digging it. You can pull the dust cover off and everything. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You're not taking apart your AK. You're not uh, having to drill holes in the side. Yeah, if you don't have one with the uh, holes in the side. Yeah, hey Andrew, you got a whole lot of optic options now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. So that answers his question, I think. Go to that Addero because you're gonna have tell him Don Pardo what he's won. Uh well
2: for that question which was excellent because it and it's it was random. That was that was really good. Just totally scrolled it's, down and found it.
0: Seriously, it was, it was, was completely uh, random.
2: It was serendipitous. Uh, yes, serendipitous. I love that. <laughs> you <laughs> went a 1x microprism. Uh yeah, you can this is one of the best optics out there like again like I said I I yeah, I'm not pimping the the workplace. This is the one to eight and this micro prism are two of my favorite optics that I've laid eyes on in that place, and uh, I've got five of these now, you know, on my nice. guns. So you know, we've got green ones, we've got uh, FDE ones, we've got red. You know, we've got a nine millimeter now. You are winning a one X micro prism.
0: Very wow, cool. Awesome. That is so awesome. Woo-hoo. So yeah. Milnor's yeah, yeah. mic, Thor's hammer. You are the winner. Email me, talkingled at gmail.com. All the winners, everybody who won something, talkingled at gmail.com. Put in the uh, the subject line what episode this is, what you won, and your contact info. i got to have your freaking mailing address, for God's sake, if you want this shit. So don't just send me one saying I won, and don't tell me what it is or your address, because you ain't going to get it. <laughs> Right. So there you go. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. Season four kickoff. I appreciate you guys taking the time to be on, Ken. Awesome having you back on, man. I look forward to to getting you back on. Maybe uh, some episodes here in the in the future. We got eleven more to do, Brian. Eleven more episodes.
1: I'm there. You just let starting me. Starting strong. This was a great time. Thank you, gentlemen.
0: This was this one, Pete, buddy i'm sorry you're feeling bad we're, we'll get you back on when you're feeling a little bit better but you yeah, were you were yeah. awesome dude um once you started clicking there buddy
3: yeah i uh i apologize for all the technical difficulties and and uh man i'm just i uh yeah i just uh yeah i'm feeling horrible so anyways i apologize to all the viewers and stuff that i was you know got up and had Technical difficulties and stuff. No apologies.
0: apologies necessary because I'm going to edit all that shit out, and you're going to sound great, so don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, do you want to give? Do you want to give away some more ammo? I mean, I thought we were going to give like two people some ammo.
0: Oh, that's it. That's up to you, man. <laughs> I yeah. think Ken wants I'm some. Already, and... <laughs> all right, uh-huh. so there was a
4: question from Drew ninety
0: one seventy seven. Say what, Andrew? There
4: was there was a question from Drew ninety one seventy seven. He wanted uh-huh. to know how good Defiant munitions. Um, seven sixty by thirty nine is.
3: Well, there you go. Well, we'll uh, we got a winner. Uh, you know what? Since he, uh, we'll, uh, we'll also include the defiant cock for him. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Nice. So, Drew, um, you know, we will hook you up. Um I don't have any seven six two by thirty nine one twenty four in stock, but I will at the end of next week I will ship you two boxes of that. Um one um very rare and uh highly valuable Defiant cock uh <laughs> maybe other things. So so there you go, Drew. You can find out on yourself and if you have any questions, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of and uh you can just call me or text me, man.
0: That. And that's Andrew Brenneman right there. So. Yeah, <laughs> he knew that, didn't he? The Marty. If you want to, uh, Pete, uh, do you want to give yeah. away a couple more boxes of ammo, real quick?
3: Yeah. Um, so we gave uh, the Bailey Mueller. Uh,
0: he gets a box. the nice package, right? He gets the ammo and the coffee and whatever else, and then we'll just give like a couple of boxes of your ammo. How about that?
3: So let's let uh, let's do let's give two different people two boxes.
0: Okay. Um, and because P-Man and Sack Archer like to go at each other on the post, uh, I really enjoy reading their post to one another. P-Man, we are seeing a rise in AKs available in other calibers with other companies. Does Century have any plans of importing or producing pews in 545 or 556? And then Sack Archer responds, P-Man, I threw up in my mouth a little at 556 had me excited, and then you killed it. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> Proud to say that Sack Archer is a customer of mine, and I can uh, vouch for his opinion.
4: <laughs>
0: so I think we should send him 556, five, Sack Archer. Yeah,
4: uh, send, send the Sacks, um, and make sure he gets a defiant cock, too.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so P-Man and Sack Archer, talking at gmail.com. I'll forward your info to Pete and then he can decide what he wants to send you.
4: Even better. Perfect. Cool.
0: Uh, Perfect. Right on. Perfect. Uh, More than generous, Pete. I appreciate you doing that, buddy. Taking care of our listeners. No other podcast can takes care of their listeners better than Talking Lead and our our friends great. of the show and our sponsors.
3: Yeah, that's wow. uh that's that's awesome. So I'm glad to do it, and uh, you know, I think everybody's glad to do it. So that's cool. There was some you know, that scope is totally killer sounding and uh, you know, those are some awesome prizes.
0: Absolutely. So, and there's no telling what we have in store for the rest of the season. With that, Andrew making that announcement of the new AK and Century being the new presenting sponsor, you never you never know what's possible on this show. So it's great. You have to listen. You take have a to
4: sneak
3: peek at the new
4: Canonic Rival.
0: You have to oh, you got a peek. Let's peek it. Yeah.
3: Oh, I was going to
0: ask if you had a way to see that. Go go that way. Right there. Yeah. Can you unholster it, buddy? Can you unholster that monster? I was just
4: trying to get off the cool-ass holster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. It's like... Uh,
4: I can't see shit.
0: Carbon fiber.
1: Oh, that looks badass. Um, so for those listening at home, one of the issues with Canix in the past was finding... Uh, holsters for them, and Canik solved that problem. The gun comes with, with what holster. looks like a very credible uh, holster there. So,
4: yeah, excellent. Yeah, actually, um, I'm glad you brought that up, Brian, because we are actually launching Canik holsters in the U.S. Um, they started manufacturing a full line of holsters. Um, your standard Caniks, uh, not just like the rival and stuff, are now coming with an inside slash outside of the waistband holster all of them um so any of your tp9s uh your subcompacts whatever all coming with a really really nice inside outside waistband kydex holster now um which killer but we're also going to be offering a full line of kydex holsters from canic for the canics um including some uh some duty holsters for some of the le guys out there um we're gonna have some of those options available now and there are options available already i mean the safari land manufacturers level two and level three holsters for the full size guns already. And, you know, alien gears, a lot of people that have them, but you're right. until the last couple of years, it was pretty hard to get a decent holster for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that is excellent for are you, you ballers on a budget. I would not that I want to get in a gunfight, but if I knew I was getting in a gunfight, I wouldn't for a minute worry about carrying a canic. They are stupid, accurate, very reliable, well-made. They are inexpensive. They are not cheap.
2: Yep. Um,
0: Primary carrying those can. Primary carrying mechanic?
2: Yeah, you, I believe we don't have any in stock right now, Drew. Can you get me some? <laughs> <one>? <laughs> you need to call your rep who isn't. But you know who it is.
0: but Andrew, you, you got that AK you can show us too? I do know. Uh,
4: man, is. I tried to find it, and I don't remember which one of my safes
0: it's in. So I, I forgot I to tell of- you, I came by earlier today, and you were taking a nap, and uh, I scooched it. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Awesome stuff coming from Century Arms. If you're going to be at Shot Show Leadheads, make sure you go by their booth. They're going to be uh they're going to be set up there, working it, having the the stuff there on display. Uh, Ken, do you did you say you guys are having a booth there this year? No,
2: we are not displaying. The, uh, am I on mute there?
0: No, you're good. I hear you. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, no, we are not displaying this year. We—I uh, will be at Shot Show. I'm b- going to be attending a number of meetings, but we are not displaying this year.
0: Got you, got you. Well, hey you, Marty, hey for
4: all for all the leadheads out there. Yeah. If any of you guys are going to be at Shot Show, you come to the Century booth. You find me, Andrew, and uh, tell me you're a leadhead, and I got a special gift for every every leadhead that comes to the booth.
0: Awesome. Nice. There you go. That's cool. I like that. Uh, and, and make sure you nut-thump the Giant when you go by. Yeah,
4: free to nut-thump the Giant. He is almost seven foot tall, so do it at your own risk. Yeah,
0: do it at your own peril. <laughs> uh, Pete, you're not going to make it right. You're not going to be at Shot Show. And Brian, you just said you're not going to make it either.
1: Unfortunately, I had to pull out at the last minute here. That's um, what she said. Yeah, we had a, a spindle go bad uh, in the shop today, so I have an unexpected $10,000 repair bill.
0: Hmm. All sexual yeah. innuendo. Stings a little. Forgot to pull out. Now I got a $10,000 doctor bill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, very good. Uh, big thanks to all our returning sponsors, IWIUS. Check them out. Let them know how much you appreciate them coming back for season four of the AK Corner. Seal One. You can go to seal1.net and use that discount code LEDhead. You're going to get 25% off at seal1.com. Uh, Dave and the gang at Mission First Tactical use the code LEADHEAD. You're going to get 20% off anything on their site. Uh, and you can even get these dump trays, their wallets, their magazines. Uh, you can get custom print uh, things on there too. They'll, they'll pretty much print anything you want to uh, on that stuff. So cool way to customize. They make great gifts. Uh, you got a buddy. You got uh, somebody has got a birthday or anniversary. Or maybe they just got engaged. Uh, you know, these make awesome gifts uh, for brides and grooms. <laughs>
3: hey, hey, Mark, you hey. know, something I just thought about. Yeah. Why don't we have a Defiant Munitions uh, discount code for your listeners?
0: Look, at it, it just gets better and better, this episode. Well, thinking, this is I mean, awesome.
3: I, I, I mean, I kind of fucking felt left out like when you were naming <laughs> that. Uh, so, why don't we, let's...
0: Let's talk. It, um, let's call it LEADHEAD. Just keep it LEADHEAD. Okay. I like to keep them all the same, LEADHEAD.
3: Okay, the only thing... Um, oh, okay, I see. So you're. they're all the same. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, I just LEADHEAD all caps. How,
0: um, however you want to do some, it.
3: My discount codes, uh, for some reason, it makes a difference. So,
0: okay. Um, however you want to set yeah. it up. However you guys set it up. Yep. You tell me, and let's, we'll tell them right now what it is.
3: Yep, we're going to do uh, LEADHEAD. All caps, all one word, um, and, uh, yeah, and that'll get you 10%.
0: Heck, Um, yeah. That's awesome. Nice. All right.
3: Well, cool. Yeah, I just, um, you know, it just makes sense, right? So
0: thank you for doing that. So there you go, Leadheads. Go to Defiant Munitions' website, right? Yep,
3: I have it uh, live here before I leave the shop. Um, This isn't posted until
0: the 19th, so you got time, buddy.
3: The what? Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. So yeah, we'll uh,
0: cool. We'll get it live. Awesome. Appreciate you doing that. So there you go, Leadheads. I'll add that on my discount code list here. Uh, definitely. Uh, and then Factory 47, you want to get the cool AK Corner uh, hoodies and t-shirts. And I'm going to try to get him to do hats. He's not doing hats yet, but we got tumblers too that have the cool AK Corner logo, this logo on it. Uh, you can get those at Factory 47. That's... F-A-K-T-R-R-Y 47.com Use the code LEADHEAD You're going to get 10% off uh, At Factory 47 uh, And then of course Occam Defense Solutions Brian Really great to have you back As my co-host again this year We've got several shows We've been talking about That we're lining up That I know is going to knock the socks off Of our, our AK uh, listeners here So thank you yeah, Appreciate stoked. all the support to- from you guys
1: Well, thank you. Feelings mutual, and uh, thanks to all the leadheads that support Occam Defense. There are many, and uh, we really appreciate you.
0: And then, Andrew, Century Arms, uh, again, made Season 4 possible. Couldn't have done this without you guys stepping up and being our presenting sponsor uh, for Season 4. It's just going to make it even better than last season. I know all the new stuff that you guys got coming out, we're going to – talk about that as the season progresses and get into that and uh, hopefully you'll be joining us
4: Yeah man, we're excited to be back on board and uh, you know it's going to be a good time, going to be a good year going to be a great season four
0: Absolutely, absolutely, very good and then uh, Ken again with Primary Arms uh, all the new stuff that you guys have uh, coming out definitely, uh, even on our regular show, love to get you guys on and we can talk about some of the, the non-AK stuff that you guys have coming out and uh, coming up So uh, We'd love to have you guys back on too
2: yeah. but <laughs> uh, You know it'll be a pleasure to be here I always enjoy coming on with you guys Like again uh, Getting to mess with Andrew uh, Talking to Brian Seeing you again it, it, it's, it's a privilege uh, I, I don't tell a lot of people that, But when I started in the gun industry Your show was one of the first ones I started uh, Before I got into the gun industry Your show was one of the first ones I listened to oh, All the time
0: Well so, thanks yeah. man yeah. I just got chills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was
2: I was in the automotive uh, magazine industry, and uh, yeah, I used to listen to you guys all the time on my forty-five minute drive into Detroit. So
0: oh, that's cool, man. That, that is awesome. I didn't uh, didn't know that. So we are in our tenth year, going into our tenth year this year. So ten years of talking lead, and it's all due to great people like you guys, the companies that get behind us and help support us and our our listeners. So we couldn't do it without without you guys so thank you and lead heads we will be back next month with another kick-ass episode of the talking lead ak corner but until then shoot me an email if you've got suggestions on guests topics things you want us to cover talking and uh, brian and i will do our best to make that happen for you so if you're going to shot have a good time Uh, if not we'll see you next month lead heads